Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates in our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of ClearedCast. I'm your host, Katie Keller, and today we're going to be chatting about CMMC. So the CMMC framework seeks to help assess defense contractors' compliance with cybersecurity requirements, basically to protect federal contract data and other controlled, unclassified information from persistent threats and other cyber attacks. So the DOD plans to begin including CMMC contracts late next year. So given the recent forward movement in the CMMC process, we have Matt Hodson, the CTO at Vallejo Networks on the line to discuss what might be next, if we can even guess. So Vallejo Networks adopts a more guarded stance on CMMC. They describe their outlook as cautiously optimistic, expressing the sentiment that Potential problems are almost a given simply because it's a government endeavor. And I know I've seen in the past, the government is slow to innovate, but when they do try to be innovative, a lot of problems pop up. And so we're looking for some semblance of certainty in an ever-changing compliance landscape. And so, Matt, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today to discuss this important topic. Appreciate you having me. Excellent. Could you give us the rundown on what CMMC means in layman's terms for folks that may not be working either in a cyber environment or a compliance environment. Sure. So essentially, CMMC, which stands for Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, it's a set of cybersecurity roles that the United States DOD is going to be requiring of contractors that work with them to follow. So the whole purpose of this is to protect sensitive data from cyber threats. And a part of this model is to have different levels of security for these contractors to meet to enhance their overall cybersecurity posture and again, safeguard this critical information. Well, and so it's an important topic, right? Like we want to make sure that our contractors who are supporting the federal government, either with people, software or services, that that data is protected. But I know that it can become a nightmare, especially for some of these smaller contractors having to go through and, you know, audit themselves and things like that. So it's definitely an interesting, I'm, I'm interested to see how everything kind of plays out. So have you seen RFPs come through at different levels and could these stifle economic growth for certain companies and going after work? Well, that's an interesting question. So if you actually go to the defense.gov website, that question is on their website to a point. It says, how will my organization know what CMMC level is required for a contract? And currently, The only answer is once CMMC 2.0 is implemented, DOD will specify the required CMMC level in the solicitation. That's the challenge right now, right? Nobody knows what level of CMMC they need to have to fulfill these contracts. So that's part of the part of the frustration, right? And the confusion. <laughs> for sure. And so, I mean, for newly new work, you know, that they're 
putting out RFPs for. But I mean, what about current contracts? I mean, everybody's going to potentially have to be in scramble mode if they're not given any sort of heads up, right? Correct. Like I said, I'm really interested to see how things kind of play out. So deployment of DOD's cyber compliance program has been delayed several times as the department continues to revamp the details and requirements of the program. But what has Vallejo seen as sort of the pros to it up to this point? So some of the pros, assuming it's implemented correctly, and when I say correctly, meaning leaving the security controls as part of the certification, right? Not making it so easy that anybody can meet it. But essentially, you've got enhanced cybersecurity. Of course, the main reason of it is so there's a reduced security footprint for cyber attacks and data breaches. Standardization, right? Everyone following that NIST framework. You have competitive advantages. Companies that are going to be bidding on these contracts need to be committed to cybersecurity stance. Again, protecting the sensitive data, hopefully more clear guidelines, legal compliance, meeting these requirements. So, and I say potentially again, because right, you know, they've changed it from version one to version two and they, they keep modifying it. So these are potential pros if implemented properly. And that's the key. So I know that we've touched on a few of the cons in your opinion, what is this going to prevent in sort of the defense industrial base? Again, if implemented properly, it will definitely shore up most cybersecurity threats, right? I mean, you can't stop all cyber threats, but you want to do your best at all levels to, to protect the data from these attacks. So you, you had touched on the cons a little bit. And, you know, there are a lot, right? Some of them are the barrier to entry, right? The, the point of changing it in version 2.0 is to make it easier for small, medium-sized companies, but will they be able to afford the cost to get certified to bid on these contracts? And the companies that can and do get certified, what, is, what are the ongoing compliance costs? Nobody quite knows what that looks like. You can talk to different companies and get very range of ballpark figures on what that could cost. Administrative overhead, uh, again, evolving standards, right? Just because if and when the government finally puts this in place, we all know in the tech industry, things change very rapidly. So they're going to continue to have to make changes to the standard to keep up with new threats. Um, those are just some. There's there's plenty, unfortunately. Well, yeah. And speaking from a compliance perspective, I have a background in recruiting. And so OFCCP compliance is something within the federal contracting space that I always had to keep in mind. And I always worked for small and mid-sized you know, mom and pop companies that were supporting the federal government. And OFCCP was, I made sure we were compliant. But some of these big companies have teams dedicated to this stuff. I'm so incredibly interested to see what problems arise as we go. And, you know, speaking of audits, a few weeks back, the DOD Inspector General announced that it plans to conduct an audit into the CMMC program. And so the objective of the audit is to determine whether DOD's CMMC program adequately meets the department's cybersecurity needs and accreditation requirements. That was a notice that came out. We'll be sure to link to it in the show notes. I mean, thoughts on what they'll find, or are we at a point where we just kind of have to wait and see to even get more information? I feel we're definitely going to get some information, but this is one of those, you know, government's version of self-assessment, kind of checking their own work. So what they find and how they frame what they found will most likely differ. They frame version two of CMMC as a simpler approach 
But that was, of course, at the expense of the whole purpose of CMMC in the first place by removing those security checks and balances. So will we get information? Most likely but I'm hesitant on if it'll actually make any difference. Yeah, that's also a good point. Only time will tell. And I know that a lot of these security teams are probably waiting on pins and needles. And so understanding companies' compliance has been difficult. And there are some myths on these sort of CMMC compliance guru companies that you have come across. And I'm sure a lot of listeners here may have have received emails from you know hey i can i can make sure that your company is cmmc compliant so let's bust some of these myths yeah so to your point you can google right now and there's companies there's consultants out there and they tout you know we will help your organization achieve cmmc certification well they can't because there's nothing to be certified yet it's still being put together with the different changes the fact remains is there's no implemented framework yet We want to be wary of these companies and these consultants that try to sell you on these things. Not all are bad. There are definitely companies out there that are more realistic with the approach saying, you know, we can assist you with being prepared, right? And this can be done with a gap assessment and analysis and then implementing the NIST framework, the 800-171, which is good best practice anyways, even if you're not going for a CMMC certification. So There's a lot of prep work that could be done, but again, until there's a certified framework, you can't get certified on it, but that's something that's not there yet. Sure. Well, and so CMMC requirements are still in the rulemaking process. In late July of this year, the DOD submitted its proposed rule to implement the CMMC 2.0 to the Office of Management and Budget for review. So specific details on what is inside the proposed rule have not been made publicly available yet. So Matt, I mean, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today to talk about this important subject within the national security space. So closing thoughts and tell us a little bit about what Vallejo Networks does. Sure. So we are an MSSP, a managed security service provider. So essentially we help companies maintain their IT environment. We are a nationwide provider. I would just recommend for everybody to, you know, be diligent on being ready for CMMC by implementing the NIST framework. Use a third-party IT company that you trust because the more you're prepared, the quicker you can potentially get certified when that time comes. Great recommendation. So for everyone listening to stay in the know on CMMC updates, NIST, and other cybersecurity news, you can visit news.clearancejobs.com. This podcast is brought to you by the global defense team at Booz Allen Hamilton. Their experts leverage innovative technologies to aid work across the Department of Defense, delivering tomorrow's technologies at the heart of the mission. Interested in accelerating results across the warfighting life cycle? Explore global defense careers at bluesallen.com slash defense careers.